I'm going to be very candid with you. We are living in a computer program reality. Hello everyone, it's Simulation Nation, your portal to all things virtual. I'm your host, Buddy Android, and I'm here to keep you informed about all that's happening in the metaverse. Record our episodes live in all space only for the next month until the platform is unplugged on March 10th. Mission is to archive all of the amazing groups, worlds, and talent in all space before they uh, cast us out, wandering into the interwebs as digital nomads, searching for a new home. Brings us to our guest today, MoMA Raves, created over 15 different virtual worlds, encompassing 120 hours of dancing for 9,000 damn happy avatars in the last few years. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk to them here. And then following this episode, we're having an after party at one of their spectacular worlds. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm emoji welcome for founders, Zach and Nanan. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Yay, thank you. Thank you. Good seeing everyone here. We got some new faces. Uh, I love uh, the avatar uh, look of Peter Sonoto here and uh, Varel and uh, the real payment. I, I, I have a a feeling that some of these are really good avatar dancers would you guys concur with that yeah yeah they're our friends they're our regular guests <laughs> so it's, it's the regular crew it's uh it's <laughs> the people we see uh yeah on a i was about to the daily basis but more or less well, there's one person oh. i see on a daily basis and then there's oh yes that i saw see. I, <laughs> I yeah. there was one person coming in that you see on a daily basis up close <laughs> Gold. There's gold over there. Cool, cool looking Ooh, Peter. Gold as well. Um, Tucker. Well, I mean, it's very cool, and i I love uh, I love sort of uh, the sort of I guess the tribute to dance that you guys are bringing to the metaverse. We were trapped in the uh, in the pandemic, and you found a way to bring people together through music. Uh, so we're going to get into all of that, and I'm, I, I think it's such a uh, interesting uh, case, I guess you'd say, of the metaverse at large, and what a, 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 a you know pioneering and innovative way to get us moving when we're trapped at home. So awesome. Wait to talk about yes. it with you guys. Yeah. So, yeah. so why don't we start with, um, I guess we'll, you know, we'll go straight into the origin story and start with, uh, how you guys got into VR and how you got into all space. Yeah. And do you want, yeah, you, you came in first man. so you, you start and yeah. then I'll, I'll tag on afterwards. Yes. Mm -hmm. I I um I was into boxing at my at the gym and then it went into lockdown so I was talking to one of my sons saying yeah, what we what could I uh go to to start pick up boxing again and and then we saw that the quest 2 was coming out in uh, middle of October this was September so he said yeah could buy that and then uh start start uh, boxing in, in VR I never thought of that before. It's hard, but yeah, let's order that. And then it came in the middle of October. I bought the boxing game and I did once, but I thought it was really scary boxing against this horrible <laughs> big man. But uh, yeah, then the second week I found out about Hot Space and, uh, and right away I met some really nice people. So I stuck with Alt Space and I forgot about uh, boxing. And, um, and then it was... A Dutch guy, Sonny, organizing raves every weekend, Friday and Saturday. So we used to go there every night, every weekend. It was just wonderful. 
And that's where I met Zach. So we, ha we have some, we, yeah, we have some people here in the audience that we met uh, during those raves uh, over yeah. a few years ago. Now. Veronica, uh, so people that we've yeah, Veronica, met Ryu years Plema, ago. Uh, Peter, Mano. Mano, Mano was actually my very first friend in in Outspace. I can't see now how long oh. we've met. <laughs> we've known each other but <laughs> longer than two years, anyway. And and Zeki was also one. And of that the was funny. We met on these parties. You came in January, yeah. maybe end of December. Yeah, and she she was lo just looking looking at the guy standing in the middle of the dance floor, just dancing all the time by himself, just <laughs> behaving oddly and never talking to anyone. Which was due to the fact that uh, during the first couple of months, I c I couldn't talk. I, I could say one sentence tops, and then I got muted for the rest of the night for oh. some reason. I don't know it was uh, uh, some technical. bias from from all space against me. But no, I bought I bought a headset for Christmas uh, uh, 2021 for, for, for the kids, but also for, for myself, I wanted to try it out. Uh, and yeah, it, that turned oh, out to be a life-changing thing. Was it 2020 yeah, already? Just yeah, just a few that's, months. That's right, 2020. After us. 2021, 2020. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, and, and then it took me one week to find space, or not even that. And then we started. And we just and realized then, we both enjoy dancing. I think in February one night, um, Sonny, the, the, the guy doing the raves, uh, said he was doing only one rave that weekend, only on a Saturday and nothing on Friday. And I was a bit panicking a bit. But what, what, what are we going to do? Because we were really in, uh, we really had a lockdown. We couldn't even leave the house after nine. The evening and it was really right. boring. And uh, so I said to Zach, and I knew he had made a few worlds. Couldn't you do a, a rave? And uh, he said, yeah, let's try. So we tried. We did our first, oh, well, who organized all of it? But it was our first rave. And uh, there were a few people. It was Peter and the two of us, uh, more or less. And uh, we were dancing all night. But the other people that came in didn't hear the music. And so they left again. So it was uh, a bit was, of a... It was a lot, lot of challenges. And... Yeah. I think that was so the had, first world fun. I built in Unity also. So the, the performance was uh, bispingly bad. Uh, so it, it, people that came in on a quest particularly crashed out right away. Even on a quest two, it was, yeah, hard work. Uh, I heard the music, Manon heard the music, Peter heard the music. So we were three, three persons standing on the dance floor, keeping the party going. Uh, but yeah, I learned tons that night of doing doing a, a dance event, uh, keeping the music going, and having a world that is not bugging out of people on people is quite important. So yeah, um, yeah that the from, next from week, there we just continued. The, and the fifth party we had, we called it. Oh yeah, before we thought we let's call it pub raves. We thought, and we'll do it. At Sonny is not doing a rave. Then suddenly Sonny had a, a pop-up rave. So we were a, a bit desperate. Oh, oh. And then we thought, let's think of another name. And we just combined our first two letters and made it the MoMA raves. That was fifth we did was was the first MoMA rave. That is oh, yeah. amazing. So yeah, so I guess, you know, so a technical question here. I'm curious as to uh, when you're dancing in your avatar form, are you dancing in your living room at home in your real world? 
or are people sitting when they're doing that? I, I, let's let's see a, a, a show of emojis here. If you're actually dancing at home when you're dancing at the rave in alt space or anywhere else in the metaverse, so those where are those emojis? Yeah. So, so, so I guess that actually dancing, actually dancing, really which dancing. is great. And then you really can, dancing, getting sweaty about That's it. That's what it's sometimes. all about. Absolutely. And you could get the sweat guard for your glasses. I know I've, I had a, I used to do my workouts in VR and you can have that sweat guard if you wanted to, to make sure that your, your face isn't getting, or your, you know, your mask isn't getting too uh, hot and steamy. Um, and then I guess the, the, every succession of headset has been getting lighter and lighter, right? Because I would imagine that it's a straight on people's neck if you're dancing for hours at a time. Have you guys run into that issue or you found a way around it? No, I have a great, um, call it, um, that's it. Um, how do you call it the thing? I know I don't have the normal headband. Elite strap. Oh yeah. I have another one. Yeah. But the elite strap was also good, but now I have another one. Yeah. It feels, it feels very comfortable. I don't even think of about it. And then we have a power. Uh, I'm I'm using using the. Oh, and have been for over two years now. My power bank. <laughs> oh, now you realize you don't have your. I'll have my have my power bank <laughs> plugged in. Uh, but no, that that is the number one thing. If you go uh, quest uh, standalone, so if you want to do anything and have some continuity in your night, a power bank, especially if you're running the party. Sure. Or is a guest yes, at sir. at a, at a talk show, then it's also good to have a power bank plugged in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you mean a, a power bank is like a, a portable ba- battery headset? You're not plugging it into the wall or something like that, so you don't have cables everywhere. No, no, no. It's no, no. no, it a power bank pocket. in my pocket and a cable. That's great. Uh, no, I, I, I've been using the the regular head strap, and I, I, I me, it worked really well. Uh, but yeah, it, it can get a little bouncy, as you say. You get warm, a little bit sweaty, and then it glides around a little bit on your head when you dancing really hot yeah absolutely uh we have uh somebody wants to ask a question before they do though um i'm curious you know where you guys are in the real world uh, and how is rave culture where you live and how have you able to been able to translate that into the metaverse yeah i'm in holland normally now i'm uh, in germany a week for work but normally i live in holland uh yeah i was uh, going out dancing a lot until the uh, lockdown came so it was really fantastic to discover vr and then when we came after covid and start started going to dance parties in real life again a lot so now it's a bit now i have to find a free evening then we can organize a moma or i say to like you you just organize a moma and then i i won't be there uh, of course, I don't like to miss, but uh, yeah, I can't. Sometimes I'm I'm just away the whole weekend, so but, um, it's it's great wow. to combine the two. Yeah, love it. And to me, it was uh, I I I was doing a lot of clubbing, and I I did arrange uh, 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 parties, and I was doing DJing uh, when I when I was younger, uh, and then. It's happened, life happened, and now I have three kids, and it really is going out clubbing, going out dancing, and especially uh, arranging parties would be, you know, not really lo- logistically possible uh, in, in that way. So 
ER really let me start doing what I really loved doing when I was younger and doing it again, really being able to do it uh, whenever I wanted it. Uh, so, yeah, to, to me, it was uh, not as Manon says, you know, a replacement for something that we we're doing already, but rather pick up something that I was doing 10 years, uh, 10, 15 years earlier and really loved doing. So, mm. you've refound your youth as. Not that I'm approaching death already, but but no, that that's that's uh, exactly uh, this rediscovering, you know, your your twenties, uh, mid twenties, and what was going on then when you had a carefree life and you could just out in town whenever you wanted to, and you met friends all over the place. It's basically how it's going into old space. You just oh. go out every night and you you meet your friends. That's 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 really you know, a powerful thing. Yeah, for me maybe it's the opposite because my kids already left the house, so I'm free to go out and party again uh, as much as I want. So that's uh, but then still it's it's great to also party in VR and see your friends, the group of friends that we made in these last two years. Absolutely. Speaking of friends, we have one here who wants to add something, possibly. Peter, how are you, Peter? Did you mean to raise your hand? Did you have a thought or a question? Yeah, but I think he's muted. Muted. Uh, do I have to do something? <laughs> yes, I now we hear you, Peter. You hear. Yeah. Oh, I just would say uh, that they are great, uh, great guys who make wonderful parties. But I also like that, for example, after the party, maybe not everybody knows that, the day after they play mini golf together and <laughs> they talk about how was the last MoMA rave and uh, it's great to hear. I always yeah. hear them because I'm always in the same room with Manon. And uh, yeah, we live in the same. Yeah. <laughs> we are together. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, wonderful. That is also an, an extra dimension to this VR is that uh, do debriefs on, yeah, on a Sunday. If we had a Saturday party, then we do a debrief on Sunday, do an hour or two of mini golf, and then we talk about what went good, what went bad, what could we improve until next time. Was the music, was the mixes good? Uh, was the world making sense? Like, uh, I think I wrote to you in an email that uh, we created a place with an elevator that people really wasn't able to find. Right. Uh, and just saying that, yeah, okay, that is, that is a problem. You have yeah. 10 people on the dance floor and 40 people up in the, in the apartment not finding their way down. Yeah. You see, that's oh. like a real rave where you had to, used to be that you would have to go to a secret location and find your way yeah, through yeah, this, exactly. uh, you know, labyrinth. That, that was the idea. Yeah, that was the idea to begin with. Uh, it didn't really right. pan out. Uh, it may right. be due to the design choices uh, made while building the world, uh, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, but you, you learn from those mistakes. And now it's a funny thing going yeah. back there and do, doing it again and just seeing how many people are able to find their way down. Because I don't have that template anymore. Uh, the the Unity uh, the Unity project I have to plug is lost now. To so plug in my headset. Yes. Stupid. In the middle of the. I just we'll find you a power bank. 
Bennett is is possessed here. She's flying uh, <laughs> flying all over the stage. Um, so I'm curious. So so you guys make all of your own world. Zach, are you the world builder, or, or Menon? Are are you the world builder, or how do you guys? I, I am. About, uh, I, I am building stuff. I get a, get ideas. I, I could I could get just just a whack idea some night, and then I just sit by the computer and start to create the, the basics of it. Uh, mm-hmm. And usually, what happens is I, I create my first idea of something. And then I try to get Manon uh, to join me uh, to have a look at it. And then we discuss, okay, how will this work? Is this a good thing? Or how how will people react when they come in? And usually what I try to do is, usually I'm quite excited. I want to show someone what I just built and all my ideas about it. Uh, but I'll try to not, you know, be over-enthusiastic and go pointing. Oh, you need to go here. You need to go here. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, but rather just watch her when she comes in to see how does she react. Does she understand where she needs to go? Does she understand where the different sections of the place is? And what is her initial reaction coming in? Is it like, I'm not understanding it? Or is it, wow? That's usually how the, the process goes. Sometimes usually it is, wow. <laughs> I usually, uh, not usually, but uh, quite a lot of times I, I hash out something in a, in a night or two and then I show it. Uh, so I'm almost done to go in and have a look at it. Uh, some basically just uh, really basic things. So you remember the place I showed you? Anon sent me a video of a DJ playing, and I thought it was such a cool environment uh, with pillars and a corridor, and the lightning show was so great. Uh, so later on that evening, I created a, a basic template on that uh, with how that corridor with the pillars and lightning worked. And then the day after, we looked at it, and it was really, really basic. Uh, but that's, you know bit how things yeah. uh, come to be that was really great that i'd seen it in real life the day before and then day after you already have it yeah. <laughs> eddie that was fantastic also you know we came to think of some things like we ha- we like to have a small dance floor and there's no use having a, a large dance floor if there's no more than 50 avatars and not often there are 50 avatars mostly there's maybe 25 or 30. So we have a small dance floor and it feels like you, like it's really crowded, like you want to feel it in real life. It's, and, and yeah, a lot of these little things we, we think of and, um, and yeah, it should be like this and this. We have a few um, requirements. And we have the MoMA dance floor that you, Invented one night, and then I I liked it so much that now. Oh yeah, the, the moving. As, she always reminds me. I say, oh yeah, I have yeah. a really good idea. Love yeah, it. I want to show it to you. Does it have a moving dance floor? Oh no, I need to put that in. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. It lifts you up, and you really feel yeah wonderful. And then you go down again, and then someone else gets lifted up. It's great. That's one of the benefits of being in a place where you can control physics is that you can have a dance floor anywhere you want and doing anything you want. And it takes your imagination, uh, what you wish a dance floor could be, and you can make it, right? Um, yeah, and also one thing, one thing with uh, old space is uh, because everyone's, uh, we're not synced uh, in, in the world uh, animations. 
that is going on. Whenever you build a Unity, if you build an animation in Unity and have a visitor coming in, they start the animation at the point that they enter, which means that no one is seeing the same thing at the same time. So this moving dance floor, it means that it's not everyone going up at the same time going down, but it is like you can stand and wait who will be going up next. Uh, and then someone will go up. So it creates a dynamic, at, um, a bit of a... Everyone just doing the same thing all the time, at the same time. Um, uh, we would love if anyone has had experiences in some of their worlds or wanted to ask a question or talk to them, uh, please use the raise hand option. We'd love to hear from you. Meantime, let's dive in a little bit more into detail in some, to some of your worlds. I've got a few pictures that you uh, sent here. So the first one I think is uh, Mona Raw Club. Is that right? This is like in the underground city sewers or something like that. It's real underground club. Yeah. Yeah, and th this place is uh, where we're going to do the after party now, uh, after we end this. Uh, and it's, uh, yeah, one of these things that I just threw out uh, from having an idea and it became what it is. And it is really, uh, in a way, going against uh, the elevator thing that I talked about before. Uh, people find their way uh, into the elevator. This is going against that a little bit. You have a little bit, you need to find the dance floor. And as soon as you find the dance floor and where people then uh, logically is, you cannot get back to the beginning again. You're stuck down there in, in the sewers, uh, all the people and the music and the fun. Yeah. You can fall through so you if the... you walk into the water. So it's really, as we go you can fall through. <laughs> It's just making it complicated for anyone not not uh, used to the world or haven't been there before. But it was I just went with it. So all of the don'ts I did, or well, not all of the don'ts, but some of the don'ts. So yeah, but That's this great. is it's this like... is a really cramped dance floor. Quite intense. Yeah, it's also a great atmosphere. You get the atmosphere of a of a gothic type sewer, but you don't have the smells. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just exactly. wait until we are in VR, over. then it'll be uh, less pleasant. <laughs> you can have a you'll you can you can create a a, a candy smelling sewer or something like that. Um, all right, yeah. and I wonder I, how I'm curious. Any uh, people here have been to this world, for example? Just give me some emojis if you've been to the sewer world. Now we've have Dave and. Uh, like Peter's been there, uh, yeah. There's Sonato as well. Yes, man. And, uh, you, you need to you need to raise your hand also. Oh, emoji. Payment, Bob. Um, we have a few. I don't know if uh, people are accidentally using the raise hand option or they want to comment on it, but we have a few people who've uh, who've tapped the raise hand option. Let's see what Bob has to say. Bob Scott. I guess it was by accident. I guess people were trying to use the emoji. Maybe Veronica has something. Oh, <laughs> everyone's gone. All right, great. Uh, move on to the next one then. So we've got... Everyone's uh, like, oh no, did I press that one? That was the wrong one. Exactly, exactly. Um, the boiler room. Yeah. This one sounds Both cool Bob too. And, Bob and like... Veronica is uh, regulars. Um, also, 
love the Muma Rays. I'm happy that they have it. And I met a lot of super mm. friends here in all space and especially in the Muma Rays. Yes. I love the world. Nice. I love Veronica the people. Is... It's always a great experience to be there. Veronica is one of our earliest Wait. friends as well. And she's actually the only person I met in real life as well, except for Peter. So that's also very special and to visit yeah. her in, in Germany. We danced at wow. the MoMA yeah, together, already. remember, Manon? Or at least yeah. it was, a, it was right. a, in a rave, but not in the MoMA rave. But we danced together in the, in the living room. That was fun. In her house, I took my headset and we danced together. And we told everyone, wow. we were in the same room. We <laughs> 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 together yeah, while in virtual reality in the real world. Echoing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet. No, and I, I think oh, it's a, it's an, uh, an important part of it. Also, is that it it, it is really you know a, a community where where people enjoy uh, both uh, events and uh, what we do, but also enjoy each other's company and have a lot of fun together. So it, it has oh. it has become more than that's what we set out to do set out to do just yeah a place where people can enjoy themselves a dance it's become uh yeah something a little bit more than that in the end just super nice we have this group of friends that are also organizing uh things like jake uh up front is organizing his own race and he's just he's building uh replicas of real existing oops Berghain in Berlin or Studio 54. So that's wonderful. Veronica and Peter have uh, the basement hangout where they have um, dance parties and also um, movie nights. Film, movies, movie nights. And Veronica has a, a pub, a karaoke pub that's very well visited. Then there are the Bratwurst parties at Mel and Klaus. Menno. And, and Menno is also oh. part of it. Used to organize. There's the go to scope parties at Dr. Abstract. He's not here. Abstract and Daryl. Uh, Daryl Gold, I have to say, are organizing. Those are also amazing parties. So there's all different different activities. It's not all the same uh, thing, but the, everyone's making different things. And we try to visit. Of course, you can't always be there. Then you would be spending week in VR but try to visit as much as possible and it's wonderful to see your old friends and and meet new people all the time as well so we're yeah it's really wonderful and hope it will continue after Outspace yeah I'm sure I'm sure it will I hope it will just keep seeing each other uh, for sure. Well, I, I would imagine, you know, one of the other benefits of of having a rave in, in uh, the metaverse is that you can decrease the environment volume if you, if you want. Yes. If you wanted to talk with somebody, you could decrease the music, have a conversation, re increase the music again if you really want to go for it. So uh, there's a lot of benefits, I suppose. Yeah, I, mean, that, that, I need to add Absolutely. to that. That, that is a really, really a, a powerful thing. But that's also one of the things that we do. Uh, at the moment is that try to create uh, uh, the, the spatial audio so that have full volume at the dance floor. But as soon as you step away from the dance floor, uh, the volume goes down quite quickly. 
so that if you want to talk, you behave in a natural way as you would do in a club to go outside out on town. So if you're on a dance floor, you have loud music and you cannot really talk. And then you step off to the bar and that's where you, you go talk it. So that because then they go okay. just to the dance floor, stand there talking. Yeah. Uh, because, so because you, you say, don't want to have people standing still. You don't want to have five people talking. going to zero volume, having a conference in the middle of the dance floor. It's disrupting, you know, the feel for the rest that is yeah. having full volume and dancing. So yeah, trying to create that. And also uh, one of the things that we, we've been struggling with how to handle is that people do tend to, for, for whatever reason, they can, they, they stand on dance floor dancing, having a lot of fun, and then they just put their headset down. And then all of a sudden you have a, a dead avatar in the middle of the dance floor, which is quite awkward. It, it is, you know, the equivalency of, you know, being out at a club and someone all of a sudden fainting, fainting in the middle of the dance floor. What do you do about that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we really try to uh, you know foster the feeling of yeah. If you go dead on the dance floor, if you go AFK on the dance floor, uh, we'll give you a couple of minutes, but then we'll kick you. You're very welcome come to yeah. come back as soon as you you're 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 coming back again. Uh, so uh, I don't know if it may have happened that we kicked people that were feeling oh no I got kicked I don't want to go back again. Uh, it may have happened, but we had. Uh, Sometime in the beginning, we had, you know, we could have like two or three avatars basically just yeah. dead in the middle of the dance floor. And we were really, really talking about how will we handle this? Because we need to handle things that way. So we put, put up signs. Avatar. Yeah, avatar parking space. Yeah, we something. put up signs. We created spaces which feels natural just to do a teleport. Then you can just put your headset down and try to the vicinity of the dance floor so you can do a teleport right to it from the dance floor it makes a lot of sense i'm also curious you know talking about the social aspect we've had on this stage people who who have fallen in love in the metaverse with somebody and then actually met in the real world and we had people even who got engaged in the real world Come across any experiences yeah. in your events and people who've met in the real world yes Maybe could be. I don't know. Did we? Yeah, yeah. Th th yeah. There is, uh, there is uh, definitely that has happened, uh, and to to oh. varying degree, uh, of course. Oh, that's uh, true. Yes. But some drama. <laughs> some drama. <even laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I would say. I would. I would say it's mostly mostly drama <laughs> going on where people are. Right. You know. Uh, annoyed for one reason or another. So it's really like a nightclub uh, where people can find each other, fall in love, but you also have a lot of, not a lot. Now I'm really yeah, excited. But then you have some you drama, don't talk to people getting annoyed with yeah. each other. So Yeah. But we're not used, we, we're usually dancing and have the music on, so you don't talk to everyone coming in. So maybe there are fantastic love stories that we don't know any bit, anything about. But that, yeah, and there, there, there's some that, that we, we know about, but yeah, so it, it does happen for sure. 
here, here's another question for the audience that I'm curious, you know, when you go to a club, you might have a drink or you might be doing something else. Are you guys at home in the real world having a drink while you're going to a rave or doing something else where you're going to? Yeah, it looks like some people. Dr. Dave, so you make it really feel like, yeah, look, a lot of people. It really does augment uh, the experience and make you feel like you're there. Uh, you can go get a digital at the yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the point. There, there's always a bar with free drinks, but you need to uh, buy your own drinks at home, uh, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, but yeah, that that is uh, for sure a, a part of it. That it is the full package. is is not just it's not something that you know twenty minutes like a workout, but it's something that you do to uh, enjoy your night out. Yeah, we usually oh. have a whiskey and then we say, yes, we have this ritual, <laughs> say cheers uh, with our real drink. Yeah, that's part of uh, the party yeah. as well. There's no clink involved, but still. Oh. Well, and uh, I'm curious also, like, what is the duration of your rave? Because, you know, real raves can go all night long and you're coming up with the sun guys go four to six hours or is it more a one to two hour experience the the, the longest we've been uh, doing it uh, i don't think you lasted until the end at that time i'm not sure i think you lasted until five uh, i i went to bed uh, slightly after 6 a.m in the morning and then we start wow. just before midnight so the longest we've been going is uh, almost six hours uh, but um, normally it's between three or four hours, usually three and a half, four hours. Yeah. Oh. But it, yeah, we it, talked about it. It would be because then usually at when it's five o'clock our time or four, four o'clock, then the Americans come in. It's there. Uh, mm. Maybe then it's 11 for them or something. Uh, but then, yeah, mm. I want to go to sleep. Um, but then it would be good if we had some. American people hosts maybe who would take over want to take over and go on for another few hours if they like to. Um, even talked about yeah. how amazing it would be to have like four hours. If then there would be someone else in the next time zone. Mm -hmm. I think it's very right. difficult to organize. The, the challenge ch challenge okay. is uh, a bit on a technical side uh, because you you would need to switch your audio source yeah. etc. Everything yeah. because I am the one playing the music, and if I, you know, log off, then no one is uh, checking if the music is running. Usually, I can have my music two hours without any problem. At the same mm. time, it can, can die the next minute. So it's mm. uh, want to have someone that are able to at least react to those kind of things. They're not best. Another question for the audience here. So because of the time zone, I would, I would imagine that you are usually in the time frame that is perfect for Europe. So how many people here live in Europe? Got some. We got uh, the, pay, the real payment. Hey, yeah. yeah so, and then how many people here are in uh, North America? think you. only gold maybe Europe. and then oh, gold, and anyone yeah. in asia one in asia 
So mainly, mainly European and then some American as well. Is that how you find it? I guess just purely by the time that you would be putting it on, it would be better, best fitted for a European audience, right? Yeah, uh, but you know what? We had really interesting and uh, funny friends from Australia being frequent yeah. visitors. He would That's, for him it you know, would be uh, Saturday morning. Well, for us it was Friday night. For him it was Saturday right. morning, and he would be thinking and having fun. So that was oh, nice. funny. Well, that's the, the, I, wouldn't I guess of, you know how they say it's. They say it's uh, it's drinking time somewhere in the world. Now you can always say it's drinking time in the metaverse somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's always always, always yeah. time for a drink. Um, well, I think I have a few more worlds here. We got we got we went on a wonderful tangent. Let me see here. We've got um, this one, Crusoe Tropical Island. How did you get inspired for that one? Yeah, th this is this is really one of those that I just got an idea. And I, I whipped it out in, in uh, or the basics of it, at least, uh, in a couple of hours. Because what, what I have is the, the main building blocks for creating a dance floor, with all the lights, uh, everything like that. I have that already as prefabs in Unity. But that is really easy just to slap in to whatever world and uh, set it up so it works there. But I... I don't remember exactly how I got the idea, but I got the idea. Uh, just imagine that uh, we're in the, I don't know, Thailand or the Philippines. Uh, this Swedish guy uh, got a hold of uh, a, a small sand atoll and just creates a wild uh, rave party uh, on this island. And it's really That's a great. tiny island and it's just... It's dancing in the sand, basically. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I love it. And that, Especially yeah, in winter. It, it came about... There and yeah. if, like you're in the tropics. Exactly, it came about uh, as a reaction to winter. And, you know, oh, I want to have summer. I want to be on a beach. I want to have palm trees. And I want to feel, you know, uh, uh, a warm wind in my face. Uh, yeah, the, ba <laughs> the, uh, the basic idea of it. And uh, yeah, yeah, then it grew from that. Uh, so, iron sand. So, <laughs> great, makes sense. You got the mai tais at the bar, I guess. That would be. <laughs> um, ah, exactly. You oh, would want to have it at, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, so of course, I'm really curious. You know, I know that in VR, there's quite a big underground rave party scene. There's these groups called Heist and all these other ones where they really. Uh, you know, there's all these different types of avatars and real DJs are going and they're doing all this crazy stuff. Have you guys... Now I see Bob is reacting. <laughs> Bob is reacting. Oh, Bob, yes. is, was Bob, Bob loves it. He's, he's, he's been there. He's been to every club. So we'll okay. Have to go with we'd him. Love, uh, we'd love to hear from Bob, his experience on in other metaverses, because I, I would imagine that's where you're headed now, right? So yeah. I guess the first question is, have you been to those clubs? And then the second question is, you'll be hosting your events after Altspace is gone. Yeah, uh, I, I, haven't, I have not actually been to any of those clubs. Bob has been trying to get me to go to one of them for, for months and months and months. Even, even before uh, Altspace announced that they were closing down, he was uh, telling us, oh, you need to go. You need to go. Uh, it hasn't happened. Because you only have that many hours in a day. 
but yeah, we, we are going to, we're starting. I have set up a couple of worlds uh, in VRChat already uh, and see that it, that works. Uh, so we are moving on to VRChat. Now if we're going to stay on in VRChat, uh, because there's some things that feels limiting in VRChat, not to mention that you are stepping back bunch of versions in Unity to create worlds in VRChat. Mm. So uh, a lot of the, the um, incremental uh, uh, improvements that I've been able to do in, in my, my world during the last year or so after the URP update for all space, all of those uh, incremental improvements is basically stripped away. So I, I need to go back to basically a lower fidelity version of, uh, of the worlds, which uh, that sucks to begin with. Uh, and then also mm. you don't have any event system, you know, having an event like this and just people just mm. finding it, that is not really a thing in VR chat. That's really, really limiting. But we need to figure out how do we set up places so people can discover what we are doing. Uh, we need to f figure out a bunch of these kind of things. Also, how do you prevent a uh, humongous dragon just flooding the dance floor? I know how to oh. handle if I have a jet ski MRE on uh, the, the Crusoe Island, and someone steps on the dance floor, I can just megaphone say, please get the humongous jet ski off the dance floor. You, you're, you're interrupting everyone. And if they don't, I'll kick them. Your chat. Humongous dragon on the middle in the middle of the dance floor. How do you manage that? I can block them. Well, cannot cannot moderate the environment for the people in environment. They need to do it themselves, and that's that's a real downside. I've been to a few uh, uh, concerts in VR chat, Jean Michel Jar experiences. I love that. So I'm really curious to see the clubs and I hope that we can join uh, up soon. And then, yeah, and we'll see where it goes from there. It's, it is a, it is a fascinating scene. I, I think there's, I saw a mini documentary about these, this VR chat underground rave scene, and it's really impressive. I'm sure if, if Bob wants to, to tell us his tales or if anyone else wants to tell us their experiences, He's is there to say hello, ask a question, or anything else? Uh, this is your last chance, so please do yeah. uh, use the raise hand option. Yeah, that works. Hear me now. There we go. Yes, we hear you. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, the problem with VR chat is most of it's in the clubs in PC VR. Kind of a bit of a negative. Is the uh, Mama and lots of the old space ones? They're all Quest too, so it's really immersive. So. Um, but the big difference, I find. I'd to upgrade to a gaming PC to do lots of the VR chat stuff. But, um, mm. I think real player man over here as well, Mark, he's he's been trying out some of the VR chat clubs on Quest. But, um, it's only a, there's only a small handful of them that will let you just do Quest 2 and alone. But yeah, so this is why I like Mama. It's it's immersive. <laughs> yeah, no, I you. think that's what we, we, we can bring. I think that you, is I, what we can bring to VR chat. That uh, 
I do solely uh, for Quest 2. It, if it doesn't work on Quest 2, I, need, I even have my brother, he has a Quest 1. He, if he mm -hmm. tells me that, no, nah, this didn't really work well on my Quest 1, then I'm like, yeah, then I need to improve it a little bit more. Uh, mm -hmm. Because it, it is, if you want to reach a, a big audience, I agree in VR chat, there's a whole lot more CVR people, so you can still reach a, a large audience. If you really want to make it uh, accessible for a big crowd, then you know you need to make it available for Quest 2, because otherwise you will have the people that have uh, equipment set up and saying that's, you know, I have a PC that uh, I'm able to build worlds on and I can, it's a powerful PC, I could do PC VR. Uh, except for I'm not getting Airlink to work the way I want. Uh, but from that, I could do it. But point for me is being, you know, untethered. I'm being completely mm -hmm. free. I don't need to set up anywhere. I can go to whatever area I have that is available to me, and I can step into another world. It's like I do most of my time, I do uh, it in my garage, because here I can, you know, shout and scream how much I want without uh, uh, waking up the family at night. Uh, I can do it in my living room, of course, but then I would be, you, I would need to keep it down a little bit. You, know, you cannot really jump around at half past three in the morning when you have three kids sleeping in bed. Yes, real yep. David. Can you hear me? Oh, yes. yes. So, yeah, just to yes. reiterate what, uh, what Bob said, um, yeah, the the VR chat experience for someone in standalone Quest is quite a bit different. Um, and even those uh, clubs that say they're Quest friendly, the, you know, the experience is, is, is less than what you would get if you were on PC VR. You know, the, the lighting isn't the same. Um, the sound isn't quite as good. Um, so although it's, the, the clubs are advertised as Quest friendly, it, it can be a, a bit of a shock when you go in. And it certainly, mm. uh, certainly doesn't touch all space. I mean, the likes of MoMA clubs are fantastic. Uh, Jack Upfront's clubs are all fantastic in all space. Um, I don't think the experience would be quite as good in VR chat for standalone Quest. Um, so it's, mm. I, I'd be interested to see how, that, how it works out in, uh, in VR chat. But I know that there are other uh, yeah, there, there are other programs uh, that are being made for hopefully for those people who are leaving the mall space. Um, I think there's one called Banter, which I've heard a few people mention, um, and that that seems to be getting some uh, a lot of people are talking about it. So I I just I'd be interested to see how it works in VR chat, um, and if it, and if, it, if they can increase the experience for standalone quest owners, then that would be good. But there are other the team the moment is, for example, we work better on other platforms than VR chat. Yeah, to tie into that, I've, I've got uh, in spatial uh, to try mm -hmm. that out, and they are using a lot, lot uh, later uh, unit version than uh, all space, and it, it looks really good, but there you have, have other limitations instead. So there are challenges to, to get the same kind of experience. Uh, but I, I think for now, uh, what is on the table right now is to try to do a, a test event uh, in VR chat with uh, a bunch of uh, avatars we know 
me and Manon tried it out. We can stand on the dance floor and uh, have fun, but we're only two avatars. And the big challenge in VR chat, even though you go for, uh, I have this avatar in VR chat, and even if have this avatar in VR chat, uh, the bones in the avatar is a lot more articulated. So there, there is a lot more bending of the meshes going on, etc. So even though you have a simple avatar, still it becomes complicated in, in VR chat. That adds to the processing load that you have on your headset. So we'll see how it works out when we have the avatars sitting in the middle of the dog yeah. floor and all the lasers well, going have... and the smoke is going. Since last night we have the same, yeah, we have a, both these avatars in VR chat and that felt really comfortable. So, uh, mm. yeah, it'll be fun. I felt, felt a little bit like, yeah. like home. Being in a world that you uh, recognize, avatars that you recognize, mm. uh, the menu looked weird when you open, <laughs> when you open <laughs> it from this avatar. But, uh, yeah, apart from that... It feels a lot more like home. Um, yeah, yeah, some positive sides as well. So should not underestimate. Yeah, it's good to be be a bit adventurous. Um, after fifty raves, I think we'll make fifty raves in hot space and then move on. It's like you said. It's like going uh, from high secondary school, going to high school, move to another city, and then yeah, see what happens yeah. there. Good. Yeah, it does feel like awesome. VR chat's the big, no, it's big city. Be yeah. Uh, yeah. VR chat's the big city or, or the jungle or something because it's so wild in there. It feels like there's, it's so, you, like you're saying, it's hard to um, control a crowd and, and control the size of the avatars and everything. So it does feel like we're, it's like the rules are being blown off of what we have here in that space. And it's kind of anything yeah. goes. Are you also going to VR chat? So we're first of all headed to spatial uh, because this world here can be ported directly into spatial without any uh, real problems. Our again choose of having events because this is where we record our podcast, and so we there's no way to mute an audience in spatial. So if someone comes in and tries to troll us or talk over us, our podcast recording is not going to work. So we're still figuring oh. out all as well. I know that they're creating a paywall where you can pay twenty five dollars a month to get certain features, and that's too much for our uh, our pay grade you know so um yeah we're, we're we're struggling with the same kind of things that you guys are and trying to figure it all out vr chat uh, i'm i'm curious about and uh, i will try to host some events in there but uh spatials are first our first stop yeah we'll see where we are two months from here oh exactly well, uh, anyone have any final thoughts here or you guys all just want to get to get to the dance floor and get moving, I would imagine. So, um, <laughs> I see so Janine come, came in just, hey, Janine. Hello, hey. Janine Mayo. Um, can people get in touch with you if they want to follow what you guys are doing and go to a rave and uh, wherever you end up? Yeah, we have a, a Facebook group called MoMA Raves. So there we always uh, announce our raves or and also this this interview. So that's still also we should mention here that uh, we we agreed uh, when we started out doing this that Manon is director of communications. 
really high up in upper management in the organization. Okay. People. Yes. <laughs> we have Menno here. He's a, he's a host. Uh, he's just keeping people in check, helping people out. Uh, Oh yeah, being on the dance floor. Yeah. I guess you're you're Please. the you're, you're, you're the director of social relations. Just got a, uh, <laughs> a promotion. Promotion. <laughs> the artist with mystique is that right, Zach? The the DJ artist with mystique in the background. Nice. No, no better than that. you cannot out. imagine how many how many times uh, things just doesn't really work out as well as I want them to. I listen I listen to mixes. I spend a lot of time to music, uh, selecting uh, what I think would be music to play one night and then it can be you know standing on a doll floor just realizing that what's i thinking it's quite quite different things sitting you know uh in a, in a sofa or something like that with your headphones on listening to music imagine what you would, would want to dance to and standing on the dance floor and realizing that this is not really really the idea oh so, yeah there is but I think uh, it, it shows from who who is in here. And well, I, I I've lost audio, so I think this is a perfect time uh, to to end it. So obviously, obviously <laughs> yes. though, I can hear you I now. Obviously, everyone here is a testament to uh, all the things you guys are doing right. So I hope you find a new home, and I hope you keep bringing joy to everybody's lives. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We're glad we found you right near the end here. Uh, we have three weeks. Got to at least have this yes, for and we 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 need to mention. So thank, thank you. you. We need to mention that Thank you, in uh, less than fifteen minutes, uh, we'll have a little bit of an after party at the moment Raw for one that want to just experience it. I realize you you cannot hear me. I don't know. I'm I'm lagging quite a lot. So. Uh, so uh, yeah, we're going to the to the Raven fifteen minutes. So thank you everybody for for teleporting into this world cast of Simulation Nation. You're with us here in virtual reality, like these fine people listening to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcast, or watching on YouTube at the Simulation Ra uh, Nation. And remember to keep in touch as we migrate to first spatial, then maybe VR chat uh, through. Uh, you can keep in touch with us through Instagram at the Simulation Nation, or at Sim Nation VR, and our Discord server. Uh, so until next time, stay plugged, my friends.